Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Joining us on the line is someone who's certainly seen it uh, from the uh, insider's perspective. Brian Bird is owner and trainer at uh, Calgary's Champions Creed Martial Arts. Brian, great to have you with us here this afternoon. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Obviously, what happened in Edmonton recently in the in the death of this uh, professional fighter, I mean, it's it's a horrible tragedy. But has Edmonton overreacted, or is it the wrong approach, do you think? You know, it's a, it's a tough call on that one, because uh, the death of Tim Haig, um, you know, I knew T- Tim and myself a little bit, and <clears throat> what I've read from since this has happened is there was a lot of things leading up to that fight that uh, pre- could have been preventable, uh, as far as allowing him to fight, you know, seeing some of the, the fights he had had before, the knockouts he had had before. So in a situation like that, I, I you know, I think there was definitely some mistakes made. Um, and in a case like that, obviously they need to do something about it. Now is a year-long uh, ban going to necessarily fix things? I, I don't know about that, but I think they're in a situation where they need to take a serious look at their commission and what's happened in the past so that something like this doesn't happen again in the future. Right. So, but maybe those issues are, are unique to Edmonton. They, may, they have made problems with, with their own commission. Do you sense that, that, um, that that's not the case here in Calgary? Yeah, each city has their own commission. And um, I think the city's uh, commission here in Calgary uh, does a very good job. They making sure the fighters are safely matched up, that they really check their background. They're, they're very thorough on that. So I've, uh, I haven't seen the same um, concerns here in Calgary at all. I mean, explain for folks what, what the role of the commission is or is supposed to be. The role of the commission is to make sure that both the promoter and the fighters are uh, doing the right thing for the, the safety of the fighters. Um, so that the, you know, the events are being run properly, uh, that there's background checks on the fighters as far as their medicals, making sure that they're healthy, uh, making sure that they haven't had any previous fights in places they weren't supposed to or you know, they weren't monitored, um, and making sure that the matches are um, fair. You know, that's something that they look into. You know, sometimes they can go by records, but sometimes they need to know a little bit more about the fighter because you could have some records that are quite different, but making sure that it's not a mismatch, that they're going to go in there and have, have a fair fight. As good a job as Calgary has done, would it make more sense to just have, you know, some province-wide standards, to have one commission for all of Alberta instead of this patchwork of municipalities having their own? You know, it's it's tough to say because who's going to be on that commission for the province? If it was the Edmonton Commission running it, then you'd be in the same situation as we are now. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's that's the question is... Could that work? Sure, if you had the right people in place that were doing the right job. But that, that's what it kind of the question mark is. Um, the Calgary Commission does a fantastic job. I think in Edmonton they've made some mistakes. So who is going to be the provincial commissioner who will be on that? That's the question that needs to be answered. Right. In the meantime, what, what's the impact uh, on, on the sport, or at least for MMA? I mean, is there some uncertainty about what kind of a future it, it has in Alberta? Uh, I think that 
I don't feel there's an uncertainty. I think these are things that they're going to work through. And again, I think it's isolated to uh, one commission at the moment. Um, I've seen the commissions that have been run in Lethbridge, Calgary, Red Deer. Everybody's been doing a really good job. Um, and like I say, even in Edmonton, I don't know enough about it to you know in, in decisively say exactly what's going on. But when you read what <clears throat> mistakes were made leading up to that, it definitely brings up questions. Um, but that being said, it's a very big deal to have a city like Edmonton not have MMA. Uh, one of my fighters, uh, Akeem Dawadu, just recently got signed to the UFC. He's had eight fights altogether, and five of those fights, the first five fights he had, were all in Edmonton. So by eliminating a, a market like that, it, it makes a big impact on these fighters who are trying to make a career of this, having the opportunity to compete and to get the experience to get to the bigger, bigger shows and the bigger level. Right, which we're trying to attract those bigger shows, right? I mean, uh, you know, to land a UFC event is is a big deal. Uh, are they going to think twice about Alberta? You know, again, I think the UFC uh, knows what's going on here in Alberta. Um, they've been to Calgary, they've been to Edmonton. They know it's different commissions. Yeah. Um, but yes, I obviously in Edmonton, they're they're going to be uh, having to think twice about that because that's a scenario where if they had planned a show, you know, and this happened, obviously, it would be uh, a huge deal for them. Well, in the meantime, yeah, hopefully, um, you know, we, we can we can rectify this situation. But, yeah, if we're going to have any kind of conversation about where Calgary goes from here, people need to make sure that's an informed starting point and realize that, you know, we've done a pretty good job here. Yeah, I agree exactly. And, and that's the problem is sometimes they get a sort of a, a tragedy like this gives a blanket effect over all of all of the province, but also all the sports. Like, I mean, there, there's this affects all the combat sports. So, Muay Thai, kickboxing, boxing, MMA. Each one of those sports is its own animal and has, you know, its own uh, things that have to be taken care of and looked at and that kind of thing. And so, um, this is affecting a lot of people, uh, not just MMA people. It's affecting a lot of different uh, sports and athletes uh, and promoters uh, in in that city. Indeed. Well, we'll leave it there, Brian. Uh, more at championscreed.ca. Appreciate your insight on this. Thanks for making some time for us here. Thanks for having me. Take care. You too. There you go. That's Brian Bird, uh, again, owner and trainer at uh, Champions Creed Martial Arts here in Calgary, uh, and says what happened in Edmonton just illustrates the huge gulf that exists between Edmonton and Calgary when it comes to these uh, sports commissions, or the combative sports commissions as they're known. So, yeah, if we set up a provincial-wide governing body and it's uh, less competent than what Calgary has, that's a step backwards. But if we can take what Calgary has and apply it across the province, that would be a huge step forward. I mean, the thing with Edmonton, if Edmonton's going to ban these events, you got a lot of surrounding communities. Uh, and you've got event centers like some of these uh, casinos uh, around Edmonton. Uh, they may be more than happy to open their doors to these kinds of events. And who's overseeing that? Because it wouldn't be Edmonton. I don't know if these smaller communities would have any kind of meaningful uh, regulations in place. So, yeah, I, I think given that, why not have a province-wide commission that will oversee uh, any boxing or MMA anywhere in Alberta? You're going to model it off what Calgary's doing. If, if you've got a community in, in the province that's figured out how to do this well, then piggyback off of that. So I, I think you're going to see more of a push for that. In fact, even the Alberta Urban Municipalities Association, uh, their conference last month, said that uh, the province needs to do this. And maybe we'd get some consistency right across the, the province. So I, I think it would improve safety. If done right, I think it makes sense. Otherwise, now you've got these gaps that exist, and something like this could still happen again. So maybe that's the way to go. 
Uh, we'll see if that happens anyway. All right, 403-974-8255. Uh, a few other things to get to coming up after 2.30, uh, including time for your calls and your texts. We mentioned this Jason Nixon story that broke today. Uh, Jason Kinney's response to it. I think it's essentially relaying uh, remorse on behalf of uh, Jason Nixon, but no indication that uh, he's going to be removed from any of his caucus responsibilities. Uh, Jason Nixon, of course, representing the party in the House, Jason Kenney doesn't yet have a seat. Uh, so he let off questioning today, uh, ostensibly about the carbon tax. But of course, you know, the premier is going to want to bring the conversation back to these revelations in this whole debate around sexual harassment. So we'll revisit that story, play for you a little bit of what went down in uh, question period today in the Alberta legislature. Also, an important question as Canada heads toward cannabis legalization. Is it going to lead to more young people using Are we opening the door to increase levels of teenage marijuana use, which in Canada are high enough already as it is? So some really interesting new numbers from south of the border. This is their national survey on drug use and health, which is an annual nationwide survey. So we're able now to look at some of these jurisdictions in the U.S. that have legalized marijuana, and we can see with our own eyes what's happened with teenage marijuana use. And the trends are encouraging, folks. So I think this is good news. We'll touch on that. A few other things to get to here as well. 403-974-8255 is our number. 974-TALK. My name is Rob Breckenridge. This is Afternoons on 770 CHQR. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.